0: You're listening to Starseeds, Angels, Savant Syndrome. Your host, Mystic Man and Paz O'Hara.
1: Hi, my name is Paz O'Hara. I'm a channel, I'm a visionary artist, and a transformational facilitator and healer. Join us on this podcast as we talk about the subconscious and other transformational tools that you can use to change your life from the inside out, because everything is a reflection on the outside to where we are inside.
0: Having an awesome day, and for everybody on the opposite side of the world, I hope you're having an awesome night. About thirty percent of this show's listeners are from France, which is really weird, <laughs> but cool. Very cool. I got to get some uh, some French songs up on here, huh? Well, today we've got. Something awesome planned for you. We've got a new co-host, Paz O'Hara, if I'm I'm saying that right. I don't even know, really. I I don't think I've heard her say her last name, really. (laughs) And it's very rare that I do a show this early. Usually, I do it pretty late myself. Sean here, the mystic man. You're listening to SAS. Star, uh, Star Seeds Angels Savant Syndrome. Sorry, I, uh, I run a few podcasts, actually. And um, this one has been doing the best. So I decided to go and get an app for it. If you don't have the app yet, please download it. You can find it on Google Play Store. And uh, if you're on this show's main website... Which is uh, hosted off Spreaker, then you should find it on your right. You just scroll a bit, and if not, it should be in the description. Unless uh, it depends on the platform, really, really. There's a bunch of platforms this goes off to, and more and more every day. Okay, not every day, but but I, I do like to keep uh, keep putting it out there. It's been a very, very interesting week when it comes to synchronicities, um, awareness, awakening, happenings. uh, Very, very interesting, very strong. And uh, for the first time, strangely, it seems like not everybody is going through the same... um, the same experiences, you know, for what maybe the past year, it's pretty basically seemed like there's been a huge uh, overall theme over all of us. But this is cool, it adds more dynamic, it brings things to be more interesting. Maybe I'm just speaking from my own perspective. I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. Paz is an amazing person, and uh, I. I'm really excited. I, um, I'm setting up multiple possible routes for this because unfortunately Spreaker does not offer two users to you to be on the same show, but that doesn't really matter because there's, um, there's always a way. That's my uh, quote. I always say that there's always a way and there's always a better way after that. Always, always. So that's a huge thing is that um, to just try. If you have a goal in any sense, effort is everything. Well, without further ado, let's go over to Paz,
2: our newest co host, and an introduction. Hey, Paz, how you doing?
1: Hi, how are you, Sean?
2: I'm very good,
0: I'm very good. I uh, was wondering if we could get to introduce you to our listeners and maybe go over a little bit about who you are and what you do.
1: Well, hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Paz. I'm a holistic healer. I focus on healing the subconscious and everything that's blocking you or anyone from living the life of the dreams, living their life they're meant to live, living their life that is aligned with who they really are and what they're meant to do in the world.
0: I love that. I love that. That's, you know, I I hear it all the time. That's why I hear people talk about how they don't know what their their, uh, purpose is, you know, even um, of all ages, too. And so that's a huge thing, I think, because, well, for me, um, well, you know, it's the drive, right? It's what drives this. To give a little uh, backdrop, and I'm sorry, I I should have said first, I've been (laughs) with Paz for a little bit, and uh, she's been helping me reprogram my subconscious mind, and it's been a trip and a half. It's been a very huge awakening and uh, healing journey, definitely, and I wanted to thank you.
1: My pleasure.
0: And also, uh, I, um, I should mention, Paz is going to start being a part of the show and, and co-hosting. Uh, I'd really, really like that because it would give more of a uh, dynamic to things. Not just me ranting all the time, right?
2: <laughs>
0: what got you into this, by the way? How did you first start? How did you uh, come across this trade and know that it was, it was yours? It was from the heart? And your ideal and goal.
1: How much time do you have?
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Um, <What? laughs> let's see. So, I think that um, I was I was born in a way of awake. I know this this word has been used in so many different so many different ways, and I know it means many different things, but. Uh, Let's say I was born very sensitive and aware that there were many walls around people's hearts and just seeing people being caught in different illusions and be, and suffering for those illusions, right? And just feeling, well, just so much sadness that, I, that they couldn't reach for those walls and truly live a happy life, you know? And um, I had... A lot of uh, unexplainable experiences throughout my life. But the main thing is that I, I saw the world around me, and I, and I think many of us do, and I realized that what was happening in my world wasn't working for me. The systems weren't working for me. I, I, I started questioning what success was, what happiness was, um, what living in the world meant. Yeah. And, um, for, for good or worse, I began to listen to my intuition. I, I began to, I began to see auras. I began to, um, I saw spirits. I heard things. I saw things. I knew things I wasn't supposed to know. So that sort of gave me some experiences that I couldn't explain and that, well, let's say I didn't, I knew for a fact I wasn't tripping or anything. I was, I was a sober person having these experiences. Mm -hmm. So I knew there was something more. And uh, I started to research at the age of 14, having, uh, yeah, having (laughs) uh, life, life determining questions. Who are we? Why are we here? What's the matter of our life here? What's the purpose of us being here? And And I started uh, reading many different things with a very open mind. And uh, I had no one to teach me anything. I had no one to tell me what to do or where to go. I just had my intuition, my curiosity, sort of this energy pulling me forward into different directions and different topics. And I was reading from everywhere. And um, and back then, you know, (laughs) spirituality wasn't what it is to this. What it is today you know today it's a mainstream thing it's something of uh collective consciousness before it was just you know the it was, kind yeah. of thing. people <laughs> yeah it, it just didn't exist or you were crazy that's that was a mm-hmm. subject so there was <laughs> there was definitely some of that because uh rationality always is like okay like we, we really have to ask a question
2: <laughs> but yeah, um
1: but yeah, I I had ex- I, I had experiences that confirmed themselves. I, I would have situations where I knew something, then I would tell the person, and the person would, would tell me that that was true. So I had different types of confirmation throughout my life that I'd say, okay, like this is not just my imagination. And um, I yeah.
3: was I was
1: I was very energetically sensitive. Uh, I was very I was very obsessed about psychology and the mind and happiness and it all sort of came through in it in life life stumbled in itself and i and i sort of came to this point in time but uh to make it short so i don't make it too broad and too and too open but
0: um (laughs) that's great this is great i definitely i definitely think it's I, i um i dig it because it gives a lot of uh, backdrop that we can relate to everybody can relate to a sense because we did come from that age and that uh that this age of the awakening into the Aquarius age and it's it's been hard for a lot of people but I think that it's really encouraging when we have well like people like you that are really going out there and you didn't come from a uh, a hippie family right isn't that right you had a you know, very practical family. I mean, right?
1: Lawyers and doctors. Lawyers oh. and doctors, all of them. So um everyone was a part of the status quo, uh professional, successful, every single <laughs> one of them. So I was definitely the black ship for sure.
0: What was that sure. like? Um
1: I mean, I did have to I did have to definitely rewrite my story because you are surrounded by a lot of people that, because they see the world in a particular way, they they say that what you're doing is wrong or is not fitting in. And then there's this, it was it was a process, you know. As I said, it took it took it took its time because uh, there's there was this inner voice calling in, and I know every single one of us has this inner voice calling in, and I'm saying. And feeling, you know, this feeling that we should do this and we should do that. But for me, in my case, I think that I ended here because my inner voice was so very, very loud that I just couldn't. I just couldn't help. my, I just couldn't make myself uh, feed in or follow through because it just didn't feel right. And that feeling was so strong. And so. Um, you know, I, I, was, uh, I, was very, I was very talented from a very young age. I was very creative. So I started drawing a lot from a very young age. And the first thing that I could see from the beginning when I was making images and pictures is that the, the illustrations that came through, and I always say it like this, it came through. Channel. was something that wasn't, yeah, was something that wasn't really mine. It wasn't mine. And I knew there was something else. So I started to be aware that there was this sort of information, energy besides myself coming through me that was so encouraging and so loving every single time. And I and I think like I, I, I try to make it sure, but it's so hard because there's so many different things that happened, so many different experiences uh, that led to this point. But if I can bring it down to one thing, it's just this inner voice just calling forward and saying hey how about this how about that i felt the travel i started traveling i spent four years traveling after uh, after doing a, after after trying to do fashion i wanted to become an artist but i but i i had my own programming i said no i don't want to be an artist i want to i want to be a part of my family i i, I studied fashion I almost finished the career and then I decided that, I, I, that was, that's not what I wanted to do with the world. It's not what I wanted. It's not the system I want to be a part of. Um, I saw that the fashion industry was creating most of the pollution. Uh, slave trade work or
2: oh, very, wow.
1: very badly paid that it was creating a system A time frame, you know, where everything's rushing by and they're making their money by making you feel so insecure and so small. And when I had such a clear picture of what the industry was that was like that, because I I went in because I was so creative and I wanted to be creative and I wanted to bring beauty. But when I saw that, I just I just had this very strong feeling that that was not the grain of salt that I wanted to bring to the world. So I left it all. Um. And I started traveling.
0: I admire that a lot. A lot of times um, in society, we see that uh, people don't always uh, leave the system. You know, sometimes it's too hard for people to follow their hearts. And so it's very courageous of you. And I
2: definitely honor that.
1: Yeah, it was hard. (sighs) Breaking breaking patterns is hard. Being, uh, you know, being the outcast is hard. I I get that. (laughs) I've been there. And I had no choice, you know, like my, my inner voice was so my, 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 this, this, this voice was so loud. I just couldn't yeah. up it. And I, I had no choice but to do it. And, but I know how hard it is. Yeah. And, and then traveling, I, 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 moved abroad and I, and I moved to Switzerland and, um, every, every since I, I had, unexplainable experiences all throughout my life and it all and it, and it was all guiding me towards this moment. This is what I can say. It was all guiding me towards this moment. Everything just led me here. There was this sense of direction. When you look back and, and then people tell you what your life is going to be like and you don't believe that could ever be the thing, but then it just keeps on happening and it's this feeling that keeps on growing and this knowing. Um, i know i'm being very vague but this is what is coming out right now but i love it. I, I started i i was closed off from my from my senses I, I i could see i could see auras i could see spirits i i felt spirits uh, my my house when i was when i was a teenager was a was a dimensional portal all sorts of crazy stuff happened um and i and i was very scared and i and i was closed off um at the time, uh, my parents had a, had a court case against a satanic church, so that was its own story in itself.
2: Wow. Um, oh, that's great.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah,
0: we were just talking.
1: <laughs> yeah, like life, you know, like it, everything that happened just closed me off uh, at, when I was 17. And then uh, when I was 25 and I was living in Switzerland, uh, I, I was pulled back by incredible experiences and 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 things just happened and I and and then everything started to open back again and I had a realization that this is what I had to do so I started working on myself very heavily I started doing reiki normal regular reiki but I started just clearing myself clearing myself and I started looking at myself and I but I think I've been working on myself from a very young age I've been I've been I have I've been writing every single time Throughout all all my travels, throughout all my life, there's always been a journal, there's always been writing, there's always been expression, there's always been looking into myself, understanding myself, figuring myself out. And so I was doing that process and I was focusing on that process. Why was I, why was I, why was I placing so much energy on it? My parents, the lawyer parents, the successful parents, very successful parents, they were not happy were so successful and they were not happy they were so broken they came from their own broken traumatized childhoods like we all do yeah. and like everyone else in their society there was no time to look into the pain there was no lo- to, no time to look into the trauma and I could see them with all their success and all their money and still being so unhappy and still bringing so much pain onto others because they were in pain and it's
0: I broke of you I love it
1: and I just didn't want to do this. I just didn't want to create the pain that was created onto me. And I just didn't want to give it to anyone else. I didn't want anyone to suffer because of my pain. And so I took that responsibility onto myself. I said, you know, maybe this is not success. Maybe success is something else. Maybe this is not everything to it. Just going to a career is not everything. And that's, that's why I took the road I took because i just i just wanted to do different and then and it led me to question everything about the world
0: oh that's a big one too i mean there's so much wrong everything seems kind of like you get we got hypocrisy in the medical industry and I, I don't want the cia up on uh up on me so and, i should probably chill but but yeah no you know in in the uh, the, the legal system in the school system
2: especially everything
1: everything every single every single part of their system when you look at it is upside down and and I know how I know how big that I know how big of a deconstruction this means I know how we are we're going through a massive deconstruction right now in the world in ourselves and so yeah, coming back. Messy, but it's what it is. Coming back, I, I started working very heavily on myself uh for the last four years. Very intensely. I've already been doing that, but the last four years have been have been the major part of this. And so I knew that this is what I had to do. I knew that this is what I was good at. I've always been a channel, I have always been energetically sensitive. So this this came in and this was what I was called to do. This is what I felt called to do. You know, some people feel called to paint, some people feel called to do mathematics. You know, everyone has their own thing. And I think that everything's perfect because the world has a perfect balance where we all have to be ourselves. We are all meant to be ourselves. We're all meant to be different. We're all meant to be unique and we are all meant to express where we're here to express and that, and the, and that is it's an ecosystem, right? This is creating an ecosystem where everything works together. So <laughs> yeah. for whichever reason, this is what I felt called to do in my own case. And yeah, I started doing that. And, I, and, the, oh, and then I started traveling and it came to a point after the healing process that I was offering Reiki. And I didn't feel to offer Reiki. I felt to do something else. And so I started to do this guided meditation. And then something happened. I, I, I had no idea what I was doing, but I started to get all this information. I started to get all these images. Uh, someone came to me, and he, wa- and he was telling me that he couldn't feel anything. He was a guy. He couldn't feel anything. He couldn't connect to his feminine energy. He was upset with his mother, and he couldn't go over it. And then I, I started. and So I, I said, okay, I'm going to guide you through meditation. We went in, and then I started seeing a place, and then I started uh, hearing her mom and i and i told her i could see her mom coming in and then we had this whole conversation i could i could cry for her mom i could feel her mom talking through me and then uh, there was this healing process and then uh this energy came in this healing energy comes onto him and the, the floor opens him in this vision that i'm getting and then this huge monster comes in this huge horrible monster and as the healing energy comes through to this monster and the monster starts melt. It's just him that he created this anger and rage barrier around himself, so he could protect himself from the pain. And I,
0: I relate to that. I definitely really I, I'm like, I, is this I know. like?
1: <laughs> I don't I even know. I know masculinity, right? Yeah, yeah. Walls to the great. pain. I know. I know. I get it. And so then we then we could see him and his inner child coming in together or fresh and new to the water okay so this was super intense and then we when we come out of this meditation where i don't know what just happened i don't know what i just did i don't know what i just saw but this person comes out and he says like i i'm like a new person i feel like i'm in kindergarten again and he was his energy was completely different
2: that's and then that's awesome
1: it's crazy, but it's good. No, but yeah, I, I just yeah, life. Have, I mean, it's crazy everybody. in a good way. But yeah, I mean, it's just life. So I, 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 had another instance where where something like this happened, and and I wasn't planning it as well. Uh, and then the same thing happened. I could I could see the person, and then I saw two lines, and then it was like, he's his father's line and his mother's line and they, they all had boxes with them and they were carrying them and they were putting them on a bonfire and then we were burning the burdens of the whole uh, ancestral line and they were oh, and they were wow. clearing them and then there was this energy and then was being cleared and at the same time it was and then we were doing and then this all these images start coming in right and when we're done as well he's he's a completely different person he's incredibly happy he goes on and uh, and then he goes on to play and he's incredibly inspired playing this amazing music like he has like he has been so heavy and it was like a whole different thing unto itself and then I knew that okay I don't know what I'm doing but it's working um <laughs> what uh and so yeah i i definitely knew that this is what i wanted to pursue and then I, I was called to 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 try theta healing and i was already doing tarot and learning about tarot and i need to and awesome. tarot has been such a great tool for me through my journey it is uh, awesome. it's awesome yeah it's so helpful really to mm-hmm. just find your inner guidance right um and then I was using Tarot, I was studying Tarot, I was learning Tarot, and then I, I I went into Theta Healing, and I didn't know what I was getting into. I just saw the name somewhere, and I was like, okay, I'm studying this. I went to the course, I went to study it, and I, was, and I didn't know what I was getting into. But when I was finished, I knew that that was the thing for me. And so, but the most beautiful thing about what I started to learn is that I could reprogram my subconscious, my beliefs. And I... And because i and i have been obsessed with self-help okay i have been obsessed because yeah. because I, I was carrying you know i was carrying the trauma of two very traumatized families and i was carrying and i was carrying it all onto me i was carrying all that pain onto myself and i was and i was some someone who was very intuitive very creative very inspired but at the same had my ups and downs i was very I was very emotional. There were days when I was so empathic that I would drive into the city and come back and have no energy for the rest of the day. Um, there was so much fear in my family that at one point I was I was incredibly inspired to paint. But at one point there was so much fear and stress in my family that I was blocked and I couldn't paint, even if I, that's what I wanted to do. So I was I had my own issues. So I I I I was obsessed about finding a solution, firstly for myself and. When I realized that I could clear my subconscious, I started, I went, I went, I went intensely on it. Let's say it like this. I went intensely on it. I started looking into myself. I started looking into all my limitations one after another. And that was a process that, uh, where today I have cleared around 6,000 limiting beliefs around myself. Wow. And I, yeah, (laughs) intense. Um, so that, it's funny because I, I was I was going into this healing mode, but it it came to a point where people would and uh, people would start coming to me, and I would and I know talk to older healers, and they would be like, "Yeah, you're gonna do great." Um, you but- are,
0: you are. It's amazing because uh, the 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 fluidity of being in a session with you it's like nothing I've ever been in before ever, and it's um it's it's very inspiring. I want to say because. It helps me to to free myself like the uh, the inner child I want to say. the inner child definitely comes out in a, in a more free way than in any sessions I've ever had before and it, uh, it's so I want to say enlightening in the sense of yeah. being also lighter than before, right you know like not just the light but <laughs> but feeling light yeah. feeling um, free and it uh it's it's amazing how many and I mean many different beliefs and in, in structured uh, the programmings that we have in our lives. It, it's hard to even see them. It really is
1: so hard. It's so hard until you realize what's there, and it's and because it's not conscious. I'm, okay, I, I need to say this first, so I I get a little bit of organization, but um, you know when we're growing up when the mom from the moment we're born until we're seven years old but it it goes on right just think about it you need to survive when you need you're you're we're the most dependent mammal mammal out there Mm -hmm. and that means that we need to uh be a part of our surroundings we need, to, we need to be loved by our family because if they don't love us, they leave us and then we're, we're just, we're a baby, we're dead. So okay. we need to take in everything about our environment to be a part of our environment. We, we, we do this automatically and it's an amazing system. But what happens? What happens is that mom and dad, they become our gods and everything they do is a norm for what, the, for what the world is because we don't know better. And so we begin to install. All of these ideas, all of these beliefs, all of these concepts about what love is, about what what is what is healthy, what isn't healthy, what is right, what is wrong, is is money good? Is money bad? And it depends on how your fa- is your is your family good around money? Do they hate money? Are they okay with money? Do they think that good people act in a certain way? Is abuse and 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 violence a part of your normal family? Because if that is, and this is what you've learned as a child, you're gonna relate that to love. So we, yeah. we start making, we start bringing in all this information. And I'm not even talking about the 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 beliefs and programs that come from your family. So if if someone in your family and in another generation they had a certain belief that's limiting, you could still have it. Oh, um,
2: yeah, huh?
0: Yeah, they did some genetic. Um experiments and found i found out that that those kinds of memories they stay they stay even if it's uh latent in the parents right
1: it's an incredible system we can trauma can can come can go through up to two or three generations so so if some so if your grandfather or your great-grandfather went through trauma it's probable that you're still feeling it and that is amazing so yeah, I mean, and if you have an, and for those who have an open mind, we also have limiting beliefs that come from past lives. But that's that's for the open minded. Um wow.
0: that's a tough one. That's a tough one that, to break.
1: That's a tough one to break.
0: We. Yeah. I mean, we, well, I shouldn't say that. I, I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm uh, implementing that onto myself, right? You know, isn't that the? Because um, our, our words, our words are, are magic, our are, are programming,
2: right? Yeah.
1: Our words are pro that that's the other thing, you know. Everything there's so much information here, but uh our words our pow- our words create a reality, our feelings create a reality, our brains are uh transmitters and receivers at the same time. So yeah. we are sending and receiving signals, and our beliefs are, and, and feelings attract more of the same. Also, what we believe, and this is this is science, the brain. Filters information so that we're always right. So if you, for instance, if you believe that uh, every man in the world is a cheater, you're going to attract the cheater. You're only going to recognize the cheater. You're always going to be right.
0: Damn, that's that's profound. Actually, that's true. Isn't that how we do things about about life? And uh, that's really how it seems to be. Like, um, I mean, I don't mean that specific one. But um, when we have that, any, any kind of belief, right, it, uh, it does totally, um, it seems like it's hard to, to, to get out of that. Like, we, we put ourselves in a kind of like our own little hells. Huh.
1: Yes. And this is why we recreate the same scenarios over and over and over. Um, and, yeah. you know, that Yeah. I mean, there's there's also another little piece of information that's super interesting. And this, I just, I found it for the clients I work with. This is crazy, but the definitions we have around our parents, we will usually transfer it to the rest of the gender they represent. So. Yikes. Yes. (laughs) Yikes. Yikes is the word. So, um. Uh, I don't know why the cheater, like the cheater word, is coming in so strongly. But but the, about the example, but I, I had a client whose mother had cheated on her on her dad, yes. and then so he so after that, in his subconscious, he believed that every single woman would cheat, and then I had another client whose father uh, she felt was useless, and then she believed every single man would be useless. So. Oh. And and this is the typical thing, right? We are, we are repeating, and then, and then, and then you, they always say this, you're going to look for your mother or your father, but this is because it's what, what you understand. This is what you connect to love. Another client had parents who were aggressive towards one another, and he was so used to it, he, he felt that was a part of it's, love. So then ooh. he looked for the same type of relationship. And then yeah. we wonder why we keep on repeating the same things, but we didn't understand how this changed. We didn't understand we, that we are using that through different brainwave frequencies. We go for different frequencies throughout the day. We are, in, we are in beta when we are awake. We're in alpha when we're waking out. We're in theta. We have different receptivities and we learn in different ways. And so nobody taught you how this is working on your body and your inner self and that your beliefs are like computer programs. Nobody taught us this. Nobody taught us how to change it. And so uh, there's, there's a saying with the high society that they, they had, and, and, and I think there's, there's something that uh, Trump even says at one point, that it's genetics, that yeah. money comes from genetics, and that's why they would marry so uh, closely in the families. Oh, wow. They were genetically superior, but I believe, but I believe here or I think after all after looking at all this information that actually the reason they did this is because of this information because if you're and and, and it also comes back to uh reach that poor dad right you you huh. repeat what you know you repeat what you see mm-hmm. and it yeah. and it also and and it's and it goes even deeper than that it affects you on a physical level so your your beliefs affect your feelings they affect your actions but your feelings and beliefs they also create chemistry in your body that in turn creates your health uh, that's right so it says everything is connected not only metaphysically physically biologically psychologically everything is connected and everything is working for the same thing so once we can begin to understand that everything is connected and also that the words that we use are important, that the words that we use, they are suggesting us all the time. There are suggestions that we put onto ourselves. And so it's, it's, it's different. So if you, uh, there, there's, this, um, there's this case, uh, I think it's the Olympics. And there were, I think it was um, uh, fast, fast run, I mean, uh, high speed race, whatever. <laughs> Let's just use this example. I'm, bad, I'm bad with names. Um, but anyhow, um, there was this record. Nobody could break it. Nobody could break the record. One person did break it. Right after he broke it, everyone started to break it. What? Well, no- yes. The uh... reason nobody broke the record is because everyone believed they couldn't.
0: Oh, that's so true. That's, you know, that's the thing, too. I, that's uh, why this show is called, uh, at the end, um, Savant Syndrome. And uh, that's, that's a huge one. If you don't mind me uh, interjecting really quick to tell a okay. uh, story. Um, yeah, yeah. Back in 2016, I, I, I didn't know how to play piano. And my thoughts in my mind told me I didn't ha- know how at all. You know, I never took lessons at all. One day I was just so stressed, so distressed, so depressed and I, I just let my emotions through. I, I woke up in the morning, I, got, you know, I went to the piano because my cousin brought one over and I sat down and I just played and it went for three hours and I had no idea where it came from at all. I've never, you know, I didn't know, no, I've never even heard the song before. You know, I can still somewhat play it, but the question is, uh, where did it come from, right? You know, it's a, it's a thing that's very much,
2: I want to say, etheric. I, I have you, think you never heard of that savant syndrome?
1: No, I haven't.
0: Oh, well, I mean, I figure that you basically are that. <laughs> Most of uh, what you do is 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 so channeled. You know, it's so, um, it's so much from the heart. And uh, I think that's the, that's the awesomest thing about it is because it's so pioneering in the field that you work in and that you do and that you're, you're bringing forth. It's so pioneering. Uh, much of it is uncharted ground. And um, it's very cool, very cool stuff.
1: I think what I'm trying to bring here is that we can all do this, you know? Yeah. We are yeah. all we all have we all have the capacity to be connected to so much more. We all have the capacity to be unlimited and we are and we are at a point in time, we are at an era of our lives of, of the world where technology is catching up with spirituality. And we can understand that that which we thought in the past that was so mysterious, that was so magical, that was so crazy, is actually science that we just didn't understand.
2: Very practical. It is. It uh, it is.
1: It is very practical. And we all have the capacity to do this. I'm just I'm just doing something that we can all do. I'm just expressing something that we can all do. And definitely, of course, of course, we all have talents and capacities that where we're born with a certain uh, skill that we're better at than other people, for sure. And, and we are far we are forward from others in that regard, for sure. I think uh and, and and this is another fact, you know, the, the brain can expand and can recreate itself. And the body can expand and recreate itself depending on what we do with it. So if you use so we, we have you have an old woman from eighty years old that has been doing yoga and she can stretch and move and she's she looks like a young girl. I mean not completely, but I mean she can move like a young girl because she has worked on her body and her body has kept on going we we are we are limitless in our in a sense uh to okay with, with measure of course but if you work on anything and that's brain plasticity right the
2: mm-hmm. term
1: of brain plasticity means that we have uh brain connections and so when we think in a certain way when we when we act in a certain way we are reinforcing uh, the synapses within our, uh, our neurons become stronger and stronger. When we stop doing something, it becomes weaker. You either grow or you, or you, or you, or you die in a way. You're, you're just decaying, decaying or growing depending on what you're doing. And so, yeah, we all have the capacity to, the capacities we have are, are unlimited. We're not born and, and just left at a certain place. Do I am I making sense?
0: Yes, you are, and it's really funny because you. I mean, well, I had my list out of like things to ask you, and you intuitively answered them.
2: <laughs> Yay! Know.
0: So it's like okay, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> and um, I hope I hope uh, every every listener um, can can follow along, and if anything, f- uh, click the link below. And it'll guide you to wherever uh, we will design for it. And I'm sure that it's, it's going to be amazing. Because the thing is, it's not designed yet. <laughs> but there will, it'll be there. You know, you'll see it if you're listening. And it'll be there. And it will go to explain and go over more of this. And you can find Paz there. And you can connect with her. Which will be a very, very, very great thing. Because this field itself it really needs to be encouraged it needs to be given uh nourishment and 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 love Uh, a lot of things in society we we think we can just ignore but the thing is is that when it comes to something that we really want to bring forth i believe that the the appreciation and attention and love should go there just as the same way as that Nowadays, where well, we do it for the wrong reasons and then we put it all on, uh, you know, sex-based uh, Instagram profiles, right? You know, stuff like that. and It makes those grow. Well, if you well, like, and, uh, oh, go ahead.
1: No, it's okay. I think the last, I think a, a thought that we could bring to close this is sometimes we think that it's selfish to work on ourselves, to take time for ourselves. but Maybe we could look at it in a different way. And it's that when we work in ourselves and we we take the time for ourselves, we actually become people that are more and more nourishing for ourselves and for the world. That expanding onto who we're meant to be and who we're called to be is exactly what the world needs. And the world needs change. The world needs heart. The world needs people that are out there going and confronting their fears and healing because the pain and the trauma is what is keeping us back. The pain and the trauma is what is keeping this world being polluted and us to the, to the brink of mass extinction. I don't want to bring fear, but this is where we're at. And so mm. we, definitely, we definitely need to change right now. We need to heal and we need to let go of the pain and trauma that is making us repeat the same patterns over and over and over again because we're ready for more.
0: You're very right. You're very right. And that's actually exactly what I needed to hear. Thank you very much for this, Baz. Pleasure. Well, I think we should cut it at uh, uh, cut it at the hour, and um, I I really hope that you'd like to uh, be a part of the show. That'd be great. You know, if you if you would uh, be co-host,
1: I would love to. There's so many interesting subjects that we can bring in. I'm I'm excited.
0: It's like X Files. <laughs>
3: Maintaining your lawn the right way this fall starts with Lowe's because Lowe's has the grass seed and fertilizer perfect for your growing area and the know-how to help you do it right
0: and a great savings like up to $15 off select Scott's grass seed and save $5
3: on a 12 and a half pound bag of Scott's turf builder winter guard fall lawn food now $14.97 for all your fall projects do it right for less start with Lowe's valid through 10-2 selection and availability vary by location us only
0: podcast
1: yeah yes <laughs>
0: Right. Well you have a good one
2: and
1: thank you for having me.
2: No problem. Bye bye now. Bye bye.
0: Mystic Man here, you're listening to Sass, seeds, Angels, and Spawn Syndrome, it's a lot of sisses, <laughs> ain't it? We might change the title, I don't know, I don't know, we got a new co-host here, so I'm open to suggestions, actually the name came about from a lot of ironies, that's what I uh, like to go by in my spiritual mysticism. Irony. It's all throughout. Because we have a balanced mind. A balanced heart. Well, I like to believe that the heart is always balanced, actually. Well, that's where we're able to really discern things in our lives. As my grandmother puts it, love is from the heart. Thought is from the mind. The mind cannot know love. You can think that it knows love. But that happens in the heart. So when we have times of Inner turmoil. You have to quiet the mind and sink back down to the heart. This becomes a tool, a compass. It's the way that I measure. Um, well, you know, that's the thing, is that uh, Paz, she does a really cool way. Uh, she has her, um, it's called the muscle test, if you've never heard of it. And I'm kind of new to it. I've seen it before, but I've never really tried it until her. And, um, yeah, yeah. It uses the subconscious mind to, uh, through the body to pinpoint the answers that the subconscious knows, but we don't. It's a very handy tool. A spiritual tool or, uh, extension of yourself really because we shouldn't call it a tool i don't think so more like a skill right it's very similar to the way that i do it and um and that is the natures of the of the natural body the way that I do it is I gauge the thought by the emotion. If a thing feels painful, well then obviously it's not the truth. See, the heart cannot lie. The heart is unconditional. we place the conditions on top and we can judge and weigh the values of each thought and the conditions that we might be blind to by the emotion. This becomes a tough thing when it comes to, um, um well, you know, the rise in psychic readers and uh, online Empaths and, and such, because there's a lot of untrained individuals out there, um, and this is why Kapuhuna, which is basically that we, we could say that it's the sponsor for the show, but it's 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 really um, it's really my business. It's a small online business that I got going, but it was started off in an ideology of connecting spirituality from uh, all throughout the world, basically bringing peace, of course, you know, what that would mean, that would mean a lot of, uh, a lot of facing religions and the religious in uh, really hardcore uh, keyboard warriors, <laughs> you know, and Paz, she's probably the most amazing. I don't know if I would call her a life coach, or if it's. See, I, I want to call her a doctor. I really do, but I I know that um, that that there's laws against uh, against that. But I, you know, I'd say let's just say she's a doctor because um, she basically is. You know, I've gone to a lot of healers and they all help, of course. But Paz really, really knows your stuff. It's, it's, it was specific, specifically what I needed to heal, I think. Because um, if you do astrology at all, and even if you don't, uh, here's a little intro into some actual astrology, not the horoscope, uh, newspaper. Sunday newspaper kind of thing, I have my south node, which is the lunar Ketu in Vedic. It's the uh, lunar uh, polar node, south polar node, um, at my sun sign, which is hard, very hard, but also a very powerful thing. So it's a 7th house, house Libra, mind you, which means that, and I know this is going to sound really ridiculous because um, the ironies of it, but uh, I really internally know relationships. Of course, i had horrible relationships and that's because I was imbalanced and uh, I've had some good ones too. I've had some really great ones, and um, that's a huge thing. I think is that a lot of times I see people they they only have spite for their exes, and it doesn't. It's not enticing, <laughs> right? You know. Um, but when you can say that you've had really good relationships that's a beautiful thing. That's what you want to have, isn't it? You know? So I think that we should all practice that because it's become a fad these days to um, down on X's and such. But, um, yeah, no, uh, well, basically, let me get back to the astrology part. So because of that, there's an interesting dynamic there. You see, with that aspect, that would mean that If I really did not just accept, you know, uh, in my relationships that, that I would understand internally certain aspects that others wouldn't, well, then I'd argue, (laughs) right? Which is horrible. You know, uh, since my Saturn return happened, though, that taught me a lot. That taught me acceptance, forgiveness, and um, uh, blossoming in unconditional love and what that means. If you're curious about what that means, you can buy my book, I will have a link for you right at the description. over on Amazon, and that's pretty cheap. It's fairly cheap because it's it's not that long of a book. It's not. I figured nowadays people have uh, short attention spans. I believe the average for online um, web surfing was three to seven seconds on a page, which is wow, right? Yeah, so for me, in relationships, that was a hard one, is the um, accepting. Like, uh, let me put it at this dynamic, and I'm not referring it to myself at all, at all. I'm just, this is a good way to put it in dynamics for uh, dualities. Now, I want to remind you, for every astrology sign, there's an equal opposite sign that has equal opposite values that are right and true. There's no sign that has everything, you know, uh, all the knowledge and wisdom going for it, really, you know. They all lack perspective. It takes depth to understand something, and it takes two eyes to see depth. So that means that there would have to be the blind faith between any two perspectives of of the Zodiac uh, in opposition, In order for them to understand the bigger picture, because they got to work together. So, that said, imagine that you are Jesus Christ, or like him, or just you're you, okay? How about this? You're you, and you aspire to do all that is good, right? And you do all that is good and you don't mess up, and the world comes after you, trying to make you mess up, right? Now, let's say you just keep going, you keep going, and you're making it, and you're, you, you know, you feel the, um, you know, you, you don't have a, a pride, you know, you're, you're humble, you're a servant and everything, and um, and you do no bad, you do no evil, right? And then you make it, right? Now, let's just say, hypothetically, wherever the it is, wherever the, the end point would be, Let's say you turn around, right? Well, everybody else would be more evil than you. (laughs) Now, that would be the image that you would probably be able to uh, apply to what it would look like from hell. (laughs) Isn't that funny and ironic? The opposite spectrum does work the same way, too. Now, let's say you were evil, and then you kept doing evil things, and you just were the most nastiest, grimmiest person and you went all the way, you know, to whatever, wherever you, you could say hell, right? You know, and you went all the way and you were the worst scumbag, right? Now imagine you turned around and you looked at everybody else. Well, they'd all be angels. Well, technically, you'd, <laughs> that, makes it, that means that you didn't have it. That's the irony that Carl Jung talked about when he, when he uh, wrote about the aspects of the shadow. In the shadow self. You see, it's an uh, interesting thing: is that when a, a person aspires to do good and a lot of good, well, then they end up evil. Not end up evil. This isn't Batman. Uh, uh, what is that? <laughs> you know, they they, 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 There's a, there's a, there's a flip. There's a, a balancing point. You know, to where um if they don't have themselves already the right tools and they're uh configuring their life around a dynamic of lies, illusions, well then they would end up doing the evil by default. The same goes the way uh same goes if a person is um aims to do evil, they would end up basically finding, uh, you know, finding redemption. They would they would, they would uh, feel the guilt and the shame and be upset. And we find this in, in, in the world all around, right? Popes doing bad things, uh, you know, um, priests and such doing bad things and people in prison turning to God. It's nothing new. It's nothing extravagant. Really, it's common sense. But, and I will say but, because there's always an irony, right? I believe that that Flaw, that faulty is only uh, due to our insistence of the good versus bad duality spectrum, right? Because let's say, um, you know, you, if you, as long as you keep that ideology, that means you're blaming other people. It doesn't matter, like, how good the society is. If you implement That ideology to everybody Then they're going to blame somebody (laughs) And they're going to be blaming the innocent By default This is the
2: logical fallacy of it
0: Right. Thank you for listening in. I hope you have an awesome day or night. And I'll catch you next time. I hope you like Paz. She's awesome and you, actually I know you like her. I know you love her cuz so everybody's going to love her. She's amazing. I vouch for that and I'm sorry. I got I live in the ghetto. <laughs> I do. And this is not some podcast from a fancy building. No, this is just me in my apartment. But irony is the face of God. And Jesus Christ was born in a manger. And uh, Forrest Gump, well, he, he owned a shipping company, you know. And that's what's up. You have a good day now. U mau ke ea o ka ina ikapona.
3: Texting enrolls you into reoccurring automated text messages. Message and data rates may apply. Come on, one more rep. You got this. Uh, 10. There it is. Nice work, man. You're a beast. (sighs) Thanks, man. I feel better than I have in years. And I got to tell you, taking Nugenics makes a huge difference for me. Nugenics? That's the uh, testosterone booster with TV ads with Frank Thomas. The big hurt, right? Oh, yeah. This is a legit product. The key ingredient is testophen, which helps boost free testosterone levels and increase lean muscle mass. Well, it's clearly working for you. Hey, are they still giving out complimentary Bottles for people to try for themselves. Yeah, NuGenix is a great way to increase lean muscle and feel stronger with more energy and endurance. Man, I need to get a complimentary bottle of NuGenix. No problem. You just gotta send them a text. Text body to four two four two four right now for your complimentary bottle of NuGenix, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. NuGenix samples are not available in stores, so text body to four two four two four right now. Text B O D Y to four two four two four. That's body to four two four two.